What's going on, everybody? We back another Thursday, man. Thursday, Thursday. Someone could call it Ducking Thursday, but it is Thursday tomorrow, Friday Night Lights. For some, for some, for some. You know I'm going to talk about that a little bit, but Friday Night Lights, man, coming up. We're up on week four. We halfway through right now the season. You know, so right now we're in week four, eight-game regular season. You know, so we're 50% there, halfway there, I want to thank the people that make this possible. And shout out Coldwell Banker, Coastal Homes, Mark Wright. You're looking to buy your home. Let it be a presidential award winner. Give Mark Wright a call today. Big shout out to 401 Strength and Fitness, Emerson Kilgore. You're looking to move on to the next level. Definitely give Emerson a call. Shout out to our guys over there at Voice Sports. Um, check out our Tuesday night show. And now we're streaming live on Twitter as well twitter facebook youtube and um i just got everything set up with caffeine tv so now we'll be on caffeine pretty soon but we're gonna bring in our guy uncle felix you all know him everyone's favorite uncle let's bring in uncle felix what's going on how are we doing today not bad what's up mikey Ah, uh, you know slow motion better than no motion just another day <laughs> Yeah, I mean, what's going on with you? Uh, nothing much. Just came back from um, uh, Bishop Hendrickson to watch my son's practice. They had like a little uh, dinner tonight. Their homecoming is tomorrow. Uh, that, as you know, they'll be taking on the number one team in Massachusetts, Catholic Memorial. Should be an epic game, epic battle tomorrow. Yeah, Catholic Memorial. They um, they played very well against LaSalle. Um. You know what? A good game that game, um, Dean. You know, shout out Dean, shout out his family. You know, um, he had a good game. I think he had um, a couple touchdowns that game. I forgot the exact stats, but um, he's a hell of a quarterback over there at LaSalle. Yeah, no, he, he does his thing. He's definitely a top quarterback in the state. Great arm. So now we got Catholic Memorial, Bishop Hendrick in. Gonna go head to head. Uh, how do, how are you feeling going into that that game? Uh, well, I got to break down a lot of film there. Uh, as you know, I, I uh, my son plays on Bishop Hendrickson, and I also do the stats for them, so I get to see a lot of their film. Um, I got to see the Catholic Memorial film when they played LaSalle. Um, it, it's it's gonna be a battle. Um, you know, Hendrickson is playing at home, so that's a plus. Um, I mean, this thing should – I think it will be closer than the LaSalle game. Um, uh, but we'll see because I think uh, their strengths, which is their wide receivers, uh, you know, play to our strengths, which, you know, our D-line, our defensive front, our cornerbacks are going to do well. I think I think at the end of the day, Catholic Moore is going to have a little bit more trouble scoring on us than they did against LaSalle. Uh, the questions are going to be is, can we move the ball on them, um, you know, to keep up pace with their, what their offense can do? So we'll, we'll see. I, I think it's going to be a very close game. And one announcement I want to make tomorrow at Pilgrim, you know, um, this week Pilgrim lost one of their alumni, Leroy Mattel. You know, so tomorrow they're going to have a moment of silence. Tonight, the coaching staff and volunteers are putting stickers on all the helmets. You know, so, um, you know, uh, rest in peace to Leroy Matato, real, real nice guy. Um, been in the Warwick community for a long, long time. 
Um, you know, so they're going to have a moment of silence. So if you're from the Warwick area, you know, you might want to get over there, check that out. One second, Felix. Go ahead, say hi. Hi. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> All right, yeah. So, uh, so if you're gonna be in the Pilgrim area, definitely get over to Pilgrim High School. They're gonna have a moment of silence. Uh, rest in peace to Leroy Matatol. But um. Yes, yeah, so I just wanted to make that announcement. You know, I thought that was uh, pretty nice of Coach Blake. Yeah, right yeah now. You know, at the end of the day, we always things like that always put things back into perspective. Yeah, definitely. You know, we're gonna get over to. Uh, sorry, my daughter, but we're we're gonna get into the. Um, uh, oh, worry. First, we'll get into your top three from last week, um, and then we'll start talking about some of the games. You added a new category this week. Um, let me actually put it up here. Give me one second. You added a new category this, this week. Um, defense? Uh, no. Nope, that's always been there. Oh, I thought you I just did, did I, the I did offensive players. Oh, okay. No, I did offense. I do strictly DBs. Then I changed that to uh, defensive players, so that way the linebackers and you know D linemen get a chance to get in there. All right, there we go. We see Rhode Island ranked. Definitely follow Rhode Island ranked if you don't already. Over nine hundred followers. Congratulations! I seen you a little. Uh, you're really working hard over there <laughs> at Rhode Island ranked. And people think it's easy though. It's not easy. No, it's really not. It's really not. But it, it's fun at the same time. I don't, I don't mind it at all. It definitely is. So get over there to Rhode Island Rank. Check that out. So let's check out your video. Here we go. All right, you can uh, you can explain it. This is which one's this? This is the top defender. Let's see. Yes, yes. This is the top defenders. It looks yeah, like my you top have... performers this week. Um, I had uh, Brandon um, Durand from Hendricken, who's arguably probably the best all-around player in the state. Um, he's getting a lot of, you know, attention from some Power 5 schools. Uh, but he's also committed to Kentucky for baseball. So it's going to be interesting to see what he does at the next level. You know, will he forget about football? Will he play both? Will he play football? We shall see. Um, over at LaSalle, they had Jamison Jarvis had a huge game against Cumberland. Um, he had a bunch of tackles, double digits and tackles. I believe he had a pick six uh, for a touchdown. Uh, um, he played very well. Um, then over at, at Barrington there, um, we have uh, – well, what's his name? There it is. Ben, uh, ben Patson. Yep, he played very well. He actually had the pick six um, for a touchdown there, and there went over Tolman. He was crucial in that. Uh, so these guys, you know, they rounded up my my top three. All played very well. Congratulations to them. Nice. And before we get into our new video, I seen your investigation this week. Was a hot dog a sandwich or what? It's come back that, yes, a hot dog is a sandwich. I thought a hot dog was a hot dog till you put it in a bun. 
You know, but you know, I said, no, nah, it's a hot dog. What do you mean? Is it a sandwich? It's a hot dog. <laughs> but um, yeah, you have a lot of fun over there on uh, on your Facebook page at times. You know, I I noticed you were pointing out how many. That's right. You pointed out how many Rhode Island plays we actually had, man. You're really doing your homework. Yeah, it's fun. I, I'm. I love history. You know, I mean, I'm a big history buff, so I love looking up stuff like that. You know, Rhode Island. We get the knock all the time, Rhode Island. That you know, oh, you know, do they play football? Or we don't put out. We don't put out enough good product. But if you actually look at our history. We actually do put out a lot of product, you know, considering, you know, how small this state is. And so I just wanted to remind people of that, you know, have the kids have, have, you know, some fun on my page, have them see some of the players from way back in the day, you know, who actually did make it to the NFL. Yeah, I think definitely. today I posted a couple, um, you know, uh, Sherry, there, who's the tight end who got, he was actually drafted in the sixth round uh, by the Cincinnati Bengals. He, he was a Bishop Hendrickson grad. And then um, the other guy there, um, I think his name was Lou Abruzzi or Duke Abruzzi. He, um, he's out of Warren. He played for actually the uh, Boston Yanks, who were part of the NFL back in 1946. And he wore number 20 there. Okay, yeah, we're looking at the page right now. And a lot of people don't know about the steamrollers. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know we had Providence steamrollers, and we actually – the Steamrollers won, I think, the first two championships um, in that division right before the NFL. I think they beat the Packers, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, the the other day, actually, I posted, uh, you know, something a lot of people were actually um, didn't know. Uh, we had the the first quarterback for the Chicago Bears was was a uh, Rhode Island high school football player. Uh, his name, I think, was. Uh, Parson Pratt, something like that. It was, a, it was a, it was a funny name, but but um, you know that's pretty cool to say that you know the first, the first ever quarterback for the Chicago Bears in nineteen twenty was was actually from Rhode Island. Yeah, we also had another guy that went to LaSalle. He grew up in Westerly. I got his name written down, but yeah, he went on to play for a few teams. Um, the Cardinals. The Cardinals was originally a Chicago team. Um, the Chicago Cardinals. This was way before the NFL, and then then they merged with the AFL. Um, yeah, a long, long time ago. But let's get into your top three wide receivers this week. First, yep, you have Johnson High School, Joey Achado. Joey Achado, he had a monster game, including a 90-something yard catch for a touchdown, <laughs> uh, which I actually posted the highlight, the video from. Um so he he had a monster game, and that they beat actually North Smithfield. And um, for my number two there, I had Andrew Nolan, who actually returned to action for Bishop Hendrickson. He only played the first half of the East Greenwich game because it ended up being a blowout. But in, in that first half, he he picked up uh, six catches for over a hundred yards. I mean, so he picked up right where he left off for last season. And then on my um, my third receiver there. Uh, actually from North Smithfield, um, wide receiver by the name of Nate um, Tessia. Te- yep, Nate Tessia. Uh, he had a big game, 170 yards, a touchdown. Um, also made my highlight reel this week here with a six-yard uh, 
catch for a touchdown. Renee Tessia came on the podcast this week with Coach Pye. Oh, Renee Tessia, yep, he was a North Smithfield Player of the Week. Um, so shout out to Nate Tessia. He was on Coach Piver. You know, you look at that Johnston North Smithfield game. I heard that was a very competitive game. Went back and forth, score for score, all the way down mm-hmm. to the end of the game. So we got the Johnston, um, Joey Achado. You chose as your, and then Bishop Hendrickson, somebody that came back to action. Andrew Nolan, which was out there in one of the. Travel games, if I'm not mistaken, um, yeah, the big missed, travel he game. Yeah, he missed the Iona prep game, and he also missed, I believe, the East game. So this was the Grand East Grinch game was actually his first game back. He's all he just like Brandon Duran is also committed for baseball. Uh, he's actually committed to play at Wake Forest for baseball. Nice, and then of course we already said Nate Tessier, which um, Nate Tessier, you know, he got hurt last week against Charaho, you know, with a few of. North Smithfield players, and it seemed Nate Tessier popped right back up and was able to um, to get back to action. Now, a lot of people are waiting for the top running backs, man. We still got one more category uh, after this. On this one here, I, I screwed up, <laughs> and, I, and I'm not I'm not scared to admit when I screwed up. I left the guy who had the gawkiest stats, <laughs> you know, the best stats of the day. I left him off the list, and that that was my fault. Well, um, who would that be before I even comment? That would be the Westerly running back, Tuck. Zach Tuck. He had, and, uh, he had a and, great name. I actually had, I actually had his name written down in my notebook, and then when I came back later to do it, I for whatever reason I missed it, and then I, you know, the other three. Don't get me wrong, that I picked a very well deserving of it, but he was probably he probably would have been the number one guy on that list. Well, I actually have Zach Tuck's um, stats here. In fairness to you, the stats were put in, I think, um, Monday afternoon. So it kind of, they did go in a little bit late. But give me a second and I'll, you know, I think Zach Tuck is definitely going to be a household name sooner or later. But Zach Tuck had nine attempts for 207, 221. Yards. Wesley ran the ball 339 yards that day. So shout out to Zach Tuck. You know, definitely one of my big players of the week. You know, yeah, but um, it should have been mine. I had a, I had a few people inbox me. They like, hey, how come this guy wasn't on there? And I was oh my god, but you know it happens. I, I missed it. Uh, but so Zach Tuck, we owe you one, Zach. We owe you one. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, DeAndre Chase out of West Warwick. He had a big game. He actually rushed for exactly 200 yards. <laughs> Um, he did it, though, on 21 carries. He also had a big game on defense, a couple of sacks. So, again, he was well-deserving. Um, and then we had uh, the kid from LaSalle there, uh, James L. Lassiter. He ran 100, about, a, about 120 yards, a couple of touchdowns against Cumberland. And then um, Nick Bacala, who's no stranger to the list last year, he made it a few times. And, you know, this year he's off, off and running now. He... Uh, he put up some big numbers too this week. Bacala. Bacala. Coolest name in football. I know it. The Bacala. Give it to the Bacala. <laughs> Coach Cook this week, you know. Um, the radio silence from what I understand, Coach Cook. You know, he's really <laughs> anticipating a lot of this smoke going on in, in Division Four. You know, um, 
You know, speaking of Division 4, we definitely will get into that. For Zach Tuck, we definitely owe you one. Shout out to you, Zach Tuck. You know, um, and congratulations to all the guys making the list. Um, shout out to the Lassiters, too. You know, I really, I'm always excited to see a Lassiter playing great football. And, of course, his top quarterbacks, you know, he had to give it to number 12, Tom Brady, um, as the picture shows right here. <laughs> but let's get into your top quarterbacks, Felix. Yes, uh, as actually we saw how uh, Chato made the uh, list for receivers. So the guy tossing him the ball, no su surprisingly made it. Uh, Hunter Remington had a big game. He's having all, he's off to a big season actually. Um, he's got about 800 yards, I believe, through the air already this season. You know, I mean, he also uses his legs too. Um, so he's off to to a great start. Um, you know, Dean, who you've had on the show here before. He had a he had a good game against Cumberland, and also uh, I went with the quarterback from Mount Hope, uh, um, who played well. I believe he was eight for ten, and with a with a couple of touchdown passes, and so he rounded off the list. Uh, honorable mention, um, I you know who who sometimes I think maybe I should have put on the list was the the quarterback out of um, Moses Brown had a nice game, very efficient. I believe he was ten of thirteen. He threw a couple of touchdown passes, but more importantly, he came up with a big upset there um, as they as they picked up a win that nobody saw coming. I'll tell you what, that Moses Brown game, man, that that thing, that game caused so much, I think, drama over there at, at Classical. You yeah, know yeah, I, <laughs> I, didn't, I, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, no, a lot of people did not see that coming, and um, that's what happens, but. Yeah, definitely look out for your name to make Rhode Island ranked top three for sure. Um, you know, yeah. Uncle Felix does these each week and what's, defensive plays, quarterbacks, running backs, and wide receivers. What's been great is I've been getting a lot of attention on it, good and bad, which which tells me that uh, people are starting to care if they make the list or not. Because <laughs> I, I get a lot of messages, hey, this person should have made it, that person should have made it, or, you know, They'll, they'll send me their stats and this and that. So that, that's a good sign. It shows me that people are, are wanting to make the list. And let them know if their coaches are updating their stats like they're supposed to on Max Preps, they'll see them. So tell them to get on their coaches. Life would be much easier if I could just go to Max Preps and click there and see and see stats. But, you know, as we always say, not, not enough coaches are doing that. Oh, yeah. You know, we can get on. You know, um, I want to talk about something, and I've been calling it out for a few weeks. You know, teams are ducking Uncle Felix, man. You know, they're not ducking you, um, but it looks like they're ducking their opponents, you know, and I can't call it any other way, you know, except to say that, that there's a lot of ducking going on right now because you look at some of these games, you know, and I'm not even going to mention the team, but how are you going to call up and say we can't play on a Monday – you know, uh, COVID is on a Monday. The game's four or five days away. You can't on a Monday. And then you call five minutes later and be like, oh, but our JV can play. You got enough, like, really? Shout out to yeah, Mike I, Murray I think, over there at um at Shea. You know, Shea Raiders. Another team getting screwed. Shea is on their second time being yeah, done. I think they made the rule. I think they made the rules too laxed with the COVID cancellations. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not 100% of how the rules work, 
Um, but from what you were telling me earlier off the air, it sounds like it's too easy to cancel the game. Um, and there's not, there's, there's really no consequences in canceling the game. You know, you know what I mean? So, you know, when you, when you have those two things like that, you're going to get games getting canceled that probably shouldn't be canceled. Look, I say to my AD, I say, Hey, you know, Jimmy, uh, listen, I, I, I got two kids that were at Chuck E. Cheese this week and they had some close contact. Oh, okay. We can't play. We got close contact. You know what I mean? And it's like, and if you look at these games, you look at the teams, how close they are in the divisions. You know, a couple of weeks ago, Tolman and Pilgrim, man, that game had to go down. Now, what's going to happen? We're going to have another Mount Pleasant situation. And was it Mount Pleasant and Togate last year that had the consolation game? You know, Mount Pleasant didn't have to do that. And they said, let's have a winner-take-all get to the playoffs. Oh, yeah, Mount, yeah Mount, Mount Pleasant and Tolman. Yeah, I remember that. I mean, you know me, I'll call it spade to spade. You know, stop ducking, man, because you know what? And it's starting to get around. Like, And I'm starting to hear it from a lot of other, you know, sources and people. Like, there's no other way. The rules are too lax. You can't play. It's a forfeit. Bottom line. Bottom line. Because if your JVs are good to go, especially in them lower divisions, if your JVs are good to go, but you can't play the game, come on. Yeah, I mean, ho- hopefully they learn from this. There definitely has to be addressed after the season because, uh, like, like I said, it's too easy to cancel and there's no consequences in canceling it. So, what do you do for a team like Shea that's already down two games? You know, you only yeah. get eight games; they're already down two games. It sucks because you know some of these kids are seniors, obviously, and you're, you're taking away, you know, things that they'll never be able to replace. And you know what I mean? Those are memories of these games that. You know they're not going to be able to replace. And pretty up coming up soon, we're going to be on Caffeine TV. Shout out Caffeine for giving us that that opportunity. Um, if you don't know what Caffeine TV is, pretty much uh, um, it's pretty much a uh, kind of like a YouTube for the streets. You know, a lot of urban stuff going on over there. You know, um, it's sponsored by Drake. So shout out to Caffeine. You can check us out on Caffeine, and now we streaming live. On Twitter, so my son can't ignore me no more. He has to <laughs> see me. He has to come home and see Daddy. Come home, Eric. All right, but let's get into hey, these games. <laughs> Go ahead. Actually, hold, hold on one second. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, I mean, too many of these games have not been going on, you know. I'm back, sir. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, it's all good. I could hold it down. You know, but we'll get into these, the first couple of games. Uh, it looks like North Providence, Juanita Sanchez. You know, Ponagansett did put up 50 on Tiverton, but guess what? So did Juanita Sanchez. They put up 44 on Tiverton. Now, North Providence, Juanita Sanchez. I think if the playoffs started today, Juanita Sanchez makes it. Yeah, and they, they look strong. They look strong there. Uh, they got a tough running back there since, since Sam Matthews, I believe is his name. He put up some good numbers. Their, their quarterback uh, did very well last week. They, they, they look strong. What a great name, huh? Sincere. Yeah. His is spelled a little differently, but yeah. So you like Juanita Sanchez over North Providence? Yes, sir. The next game, of course, well, this game isn't going down either. Mount Pleasant High School. And 
Barrington, they're saying this game was rescheduled to October 3rd, but so far I really don't think I've seen any games rescheduled. Well, I heard this. Sh- hopefully it gets rescheduled. Well, you really, I don't think you can. There's no room to reschedule these games according to the rules because I think you need so many days in between games before you can have another game. And if you reschedule it to Tuesday, you go Wednesday, Thursday, and then you got a game Friday. Like, hypothetically, if Shea ends up, if that game against Shea got rescheduled, right? I know we're talking about the Mount Pleasant Barrington game, but if Shea was rescheduled to say Monday or Tuesday, and then they play LaSalle Friday. How would they have the amount of days be able to yeah. get that game yeah. in? So I don't see these games being postponed at all. Mount Pleasant's down a game now. You know, Barrington is – and that game sure went down. Barrington's sitting at 3-0. and You ducked Mount, Mount Pleasant. Yeah, Mount Did Pleasant. you do your predictions? We're doing the predictions it's, right now. It's funny. Now. Mount, Mount Pleasant, um, I'm sure they're chomping at the bit to get the taste out of their mouth because they suffered an upset at the hands of uh, West Warwick there. You know what I mean? Shout out to West Pennington. My bad for betting against you. <laughs> I had Mount Pleasant winning that game, and, and uh, West Warwick pulled off the upset there. That's what you get. You know what I mean? I like what I'm seeing over there in West Warwick, and we'll talk about that when we get to their game. Um, but, yeah, Mount Pleasant's definitely hungry for that. They had a... You know, they had a good game against Coventry, you know, and then, you know, all the other stuff happens. You know, they lose to West Warwick, and they wanted to get back out there. So, we lost Uncle Felix. I'm sure he'll be back in the house. Definitely leave a comment, but we're doing the predictions right, right now. Um, I think he picked Juanita Sanchez over North Providence. Um, guaranteeing that Mount Pleasant or Barrington won't lose, of course, because they're not playing. So what we talk about, we talked about Uncle Felix's top three already. We talked a little bit about ducking, a lot of ducking going on. And I didn't come up with that. Like that, That's going around. That's a lot of other people are, are talking about that. But while we wait for Uncle Felix, let me see what I got up in here. Check it out. If you want your ad or logo up here, definitely support the show. We could put your ad or logo, you know, and... It kind of flashes in and out like this. And check us out on iHeartRadio as well as Caffeine. But uh, if you want your ad, we'll go up there while we wait for Uncle Felix to get back up in here. Definitely. Um, let's see. What else we got going on here? If you're looking to get recruited, give r Elite Recruits a call. Ronnie and his team will definitely take good care of you. You know, big, big shout out to Mark Wright. A presidential award winner. You're looking to buy a home. Coldwell Bankers, Mark Wright. Tell him, Mikey, can we keep real podcast? Told you to call him. 787-5203. Shout out to my guys over there at Voice Nation. Oh, and don't forget, tomorrow, we're going to be in the house. Mount Hope, Westerly Bulldogs. And guess what? You can watch highlights after the game on NBC 10 at 11 p.m. That's what's up. You know what I mean? Um, And definitely, what do you think about these uniforms? Would you let your team rock these? Leave a comment. <laughs> Would you let your team rock these uniforms? I'm waiting for Uncle Felix. Let me send him another link. 
But would you let your team rock these uniforms? Let me see, Uncle Felix, what happened? Would you let your team rock these uniforms, man? Good, good question, right? Let's see, here we go, here we go. Never, never. He said never. Look at these things. They don't even fit. I'm not even sure who the Facebook user is because if you're in the group, it really don't say your name unless you give StreamYard permission uh, to say your name. But if you're over there on the Can We Keep Real podcast page, then we can see who you are. Go over there and check out our channel on YouTube, Twitter now too. That's what's up, man. If you're over there on Fans Only Sports on Twitter, Can We Keep It Real podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome. But we're going to bring Uncle Felix back in right now. You know, he probably had a get his uncle felix yes how would you feel if your son's team came out the building looking like this let's see <laughs> that's pretty funny oh my lord <laughs> that's is that a serious uniform or yeah that's that's the uniform that was the one when you tell them people in Pakistan, you know, we need it in two weeks. They say, okay, we got it for you. It's coming. You better send that thing back. Oh, geez. I almost wonder, was that a mistake or did that's what that's what the team ordered? Oh, that's the, that, that's a mistake. I thought it was the Shriners. <laughs> when, when I really thought it was the Shriners. We talked about this on The Voice <laughs> Sports edition on Tuesday nights, and you should check that out. We had a dude from Texas on this week that's big in Texas high school football. There's a lot of radio, so maybe we'll be talking to him. But we have some great, great conversations over there that, you know, that need to be had. But let's get into these games before um, we lost you. We talked about the North Providence, Juanita Sanchez. Somebody asked, did we do the predictions yet? See, people are turning in to listen to <laughs> the predictions, man. So... SK playing. Let me tell you, Coach Washington, shout out to you. Every coach, go listen to Coach Washington's interview. I wish every coach did their breakdowns that way. This guy went first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, like went over the whole game. It was beautiful. Like he did a very good job. But Central High School, man, a lot of people have them picking up that number two seed this season. Yeah, well, the way. The way that yeah the divisions are broken down, um, I think they're on the same side as Hendrickson. So, you know what I mean, so that's going to be a big game coming up there. That'll decide who takes that that seed there, the the top seed there. But yeah, in my opinion, Central is easily the number two seed in um, in that division. Yeah, no, I don't. Nobody takes the number one seed from Hendrickson. They they they're just too strong. You know, and, and, you know, them two first games of the season helped them with that. I think they already secured the number one unless someone knocks them off. But I don't see anybody knocking them off right now. Oh, they're going to be tough to beat. You, you know what I mean? They're going to be tough to beat. Um, we'll, see, we'll see what happens tomorrow against the Catholic Memorial. Hopefully, uh, at the very least, hopefully everybody comes out of that game healthy. You know what's funny? As, as much shit as people talk about Hendrickson, when they got beat a couple of weeks ago against Iona Prep, <laughs> everybody was making an excuse for him. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm like, I told people would have been like, yes. People were like, they got beat, but 
<laughs> I'm like, wow, you people, you know, sw- sw- switching up quick. So, yeah, um, I definitely like Central, even though on the road, um, playing that game I, at in SK. Um, South, South Kingston, yeah, that that's that should be a good game. I do like. Uh, I agree with you. I like with us. I like Central there. Um, Ryan Hazard had a big game for for um, for the Rebels last week in in SK. I mean, I don't know if you ever seen him run the ball. He's <laughs> he's built like a tank. That kid. He's tough to bring down. He also dominates on the defensive side of the ball as well. Yeah, great player. Definitely an All State kid. Um, you know. Central will have their hands full with him, but I think Central just has too much firepower that they should win that game. Yeah, Central's looking real good. Shout out to the Hazards. I don't know him per se, but I do know the Hazard family growing up with them between Hoffman and Manton Projects. You know, um, the Hazards, the, the Pompeys, and, and so on. But, um, yeah, salute to the Hazards, you know what I mean? Um, but then the next game we already said would have been Shea and Cumberland. Shea, of course, being ducked for the second time this year. <laughs> like I'm, Shea gets a poor. Like Shea's always getting screwed over. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not 100 sure what's going on with the whole thing. Like I said, I don't like the rules and how easy. It oh, is they be ducking. Out, but I'm not, I'm not ready to. <laughs> to oh no! Anybody oh no! Oh, they're ducking. They <laughs> are ducking. They are ducking. They are ducking, man. <laughs> you know, um, ask around. You know, they're ducking. Um, why are you ducking? I actually got a video. It's Donald Duck. I don't know if you've seen it yet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I got a video out there. I didn't have a chance to upload it yet. But Johnson High School and Narragansett, two division, three games, two teams that will possibly be in the playoffs down the line. Yeah, that that's that should be a high powered game. Both have both offenses are clicking on all cylinders there, so that that should be fun to watch. Wow. Where is that game being played? That game will be played at Johnston High School on the turf. Hmm. You know, as I said earlier, Hunter Remington is, is playing very well. Um uh, the running back over there in, in uh, Narragansett Fry, he runs the ball very hard. He made he made a highlight. He made my highlight reel this week here on um, Rhode Island ranked. Um, I'm gonna lean towards Johnston here because it's at Johnston, and I think don't quote me on this. I'm not sure if uh, the quarterback for Narragansett is healthy. I think he he might be out. Oh, I just want to let everyone know: subscribe, 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 <laughs> subscribe, and I'll send you a dollar back. Subscribe, subscribe, <laughs> subscribe. <laughs> I'll send you a dollar back. Oh boy! <laughs> oh, I love it, man. I I love it. Yeah, coach is actually getting afraid of that now. You know, yeah, leave that guy alone. You know, but <laughs> screw that guy. No, um, but the next game, um, Bishop Hendrickson and Catholic Memorial, they actually didn't even have um a team filled in here. Is that because it's not an interscholastic league game? I, I believe so. Um, yeah, it's not sanctioned by RIIL. Uh, as a matter of fact, me and another parent were talking about it because um, we were wondering, you know, why we didn't go with uh, different referees um, for that game uh, because it's not an RIIL game. Um, so, no, yeah, that's so. I know, like, if you look into the Providence Journal, 
Um, when you look at the schedule, it says it says uh, Hendrickson versus to be determined. I mean, that's just lazy. That's just Bro. lazy work because they could obviously figure out who they were playing. Well, you know what it is. You know they're not part of the league, so you ain't we ain't getting no dues from you. <laughs> you ain't getting our referees. You ain't even getting our print. We're not even gonna type your name in. <laughs> <laughs> My buddy's over there at the Rhode Island Interscholastic League, man. You know, I'm yeah, still waiting. But, I'm still waiting for my banquet ticket. <laughs> but that game, that, that game should be good there. I mean, obviously, a little biased. I'm going to be pulling for the uh, Hendrickson upset there. That's for sure. Oh no, uh, that would be an upset, huh? Because you know that team's pretty good over there. And well, yeah, they're, they're the number one team in Massachusetts. Arguably, the number one team in New England. You know, you know what I mean. So they're they're they're, they're loaded. They got a lot of D1 commits there. Um, so it, it should be a good game. I, I think Kendrickson is actually going to give them all they can handle. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. <laughs> Pilgrim and North Smithfield. Now, the beginning of the year, North Smithfield went on the edge. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they went on the limb, and they really wanted to play Ponegansett, but the injury fund didn't happen. Everybody had their teeth off of Ponegansett since that article in the journal said they could beat most D2 teams. Um, just, just saying. Um, <laughs> but North Smithfield, then they said the next game that they really want to play because it's Pilgrim. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out Blake Simpson o- over there. That game, they're going to have a moment of silence for Leroy Matatol. Uh, rest in peace, you know, and respects to his family. I know his brother Stevie Matatol pretty well. Um, but I like what Coach Pive is doing at North Smithfield, you know, and going against Coach Blake coming off, you know, upset not being able to play a week ago. And. What do you think about that game? Uh, it should be a good game. Um, I like Pilgrim. Uh, Connor Widma is is off to a fantastic start for the for the Patriots. Um, I believe two weeks in a row he made my top three quarterbacks. Last week they didn't play, so he didn't get a chance to make it. So he, we'll see if he can make it three for three this week. Connor Widmer was actually one of our players of the game last week. Uh, before that, we had Brady Burke. Um, I love what Coach Blake is doing with yeah, the, he's, he's done with a great the team. He's done a great, 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 great job. Um, I wish more coaches, you know, put in the work that he put in. Brand new uniforms this season. And we all know, well, we're going to give him much. Yeah, I mean, they don't they don't give him much. So all the fundraising he does, bingo. Come on. Bingo. You could go play bingo with Coach Blake. Shout out Coach Blake, man. Good dude. You play bingo? Yeah, bingo's fun. Why not? See, Coach Blake has bingo. <laughs> like who is having bingo right now? Pilgrim no, is. They even got high stakes bingo over there at Foxwoods. Did you ever, if you ever go down Warwick Ave, they had, um, I think, what they have? Drag bingo. And for a while, I thought it was drag bingo. <laughs> like, I thought you had to be, I didn't know. Like, I used to drive by up um, Elmwood Ave and I see drag bingo. And I was like, drag bingo? Like, we yeah, can't, that, you know. <laughs> that, that would throw me off too. I'm not sure what you mean by drag bingo. I think it's the you you drag the window. Maybe I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? But uh, or you get dragged down the street when you lose. Um, <laughs> Mount Hope Westerly. Now Westerly putting up good numbers through the air. Threw the ball seven times. 
Zach Tuck running. We talked about that earlier. 200 and something yards. Westerly putting up almost 500 yards against Rodgers. Their defense has been doing very, very well. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they're humming over there in Westerly, and, and I don't see that stopping. So I got to go with Westerly on this one. I like what their line coach is doing. Shout out Coach Najee Barrels. You know, um, he's got, you know, like, he's the energy. He really is the energy up in Westerly. He runs that Beast Coast uh, f- Football Academy, I think it is. And, like, you see him. He's loud. His energy, no matter – you hear Najee no matter where you are <laughs> on the field. And I don't know what Mount Mal- Hope has been doing, honestly. Uh, they, they won last week. They actually came back from behind and, and knocked off uh, Lincoln 22-20 to 20 at Lincoln. Um, again, their their quarterback made my my top three. He was very efficient. He was completed eighty percent of his passes. You know what I mean. Uh, he had a touchdown or two. Um, so they're, they're doing they're doing good things there. They they want like I said they picked up a, a road win in Lincoln. Um, but you know I fortunately for them I think they're gonna run, they're gonna run into a buzzsaw, uh, you know known as the Westerly Bulldogs. No, you know what? I'm not even going to front. I mean, I'm a little biased, you know, um, but I really – We got to tell uh, Tuck that he's got to have another big game so he can make the top three round ranked. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Um, shout out. I remember Zach Tuck coming up through the, the peewee field. The only kid I seen it in peewee that had traps, had, like, body <laughs> cut up. Comes from a family of bodybuilders. Oh, jeez. Mom's in very good shape, you know. So yeah, the, the kid's a very strong kid, and he's definitely going to be a household name. Um, yeah, definitely. I, I really, I see Wesley and St. Ray's being the dominant two in um in Division Two, but um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what Barrington has to say, but yeah, Rogers and Coventry, Coventry. I posted this week about the whole Duckin situation, and I'm surprised one of the coaches' wife stepped up. And really went in on the Coventry administration saying that we were ready to play that game. We was not allowed to play. Yeah, that, you that, know? Whole, that whole situation was odd, right? Because they said they couldn't play because they were on, in contact with some COVID kids from Mount Pleasant. And then yet Mount Pleasant played their game. So it, it just it didn't make any sense. So, um, I mean – I hope people aren't ducking and you know and all this. It, it needs to be looked into. Uh, at the very least, they need to correct it for next season um, because that's that's insane. Yeah, and and based on her Coventry and based on what she said in her post today was that we were ready to play. The administration said we couldn't because we had a case against Mount Pleasant, and then we look up on the scoreboard later and we see Mount Pleasant is playing. Yeah. <laughs> West Warwick. Now, I heard the Department of Health contacted both schools and gave them both the okay. <laughs> whether that happened or whether it didn't happen, hold on, Felix, one second. I got to get this call. Yeah, I mean, I, I hope that's not the case. But um, so Rogers and Coventry, who who do you like for that game? I like Coventry there. All right, so we get to the next game. E.G. One Socket High School, One Socket right now. They had a good game last week against Cranston East. They won that game, but I heard they lost 
a couple plays this week. Who do you like? But wasn't one soccer play? Oh, no. Okay. Why did Emerson have Hendrick in him one socket on the schedule for, to, for this weekend? I'm not sure. That's next week, though. Okay, okay. I'll have to straighten that out with him. So, EG in one socket. I like EG there. Um, they got a really great quarterback in Parker Diskey. Um, tell you what, he was he was obviously overwhelmed when they played Hendrickson. You know, so he didn't get to really showcase what he can do. But he um, first played that game. He connected on about a fifty yard pass <laughs> right down the sideline. Uh, and you know, so again, he he wasn't able to showcase his talents really against Hendrickson. But I think he will here um, against one socket. And I'll be, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I was surprised when Socket struggled the way they did against Cranston East. Um, so that doesn't bode well for one Socket going, going forward. Maybe it was just a bad game. But either way, they they, they got the W. They got the win. Um, but I, you know, if they had basically if they had problems with East uh, Cranston East, they they're gonna have their hands really have their hands full against East Greenwich, who I know is chomping at the bit to get a W after, uh, you know, they, they took a shellacking last week against Hendrickson. When Socket's small, you know, when Socket's small, they're young right now, they're they're rebuilding, so we'll see. NK and East Providence. NK and East Providence. I'm going to go NK there. Um, again, very well-coached team. Um, love their offense. They're, they're all about tossing the ball all game. They, they don't even try to run over there, <laughs> which is uh, – which is pretty funny. East Providence is, you know, with their new coach, Drink Fellow, they're still trying to find themselves. They're struggling a little bit, and that will continue because NK will will win that game. A 7 p.m. game at West Warwick High School. You're going to have Shituit and Davies Career Tech. I mean, Davies had a good game against EWG. EWG did everything to screw that game up. You know, uh, everything they did to screw that game. You had a kid fumble, and there wasn't even nobody around them. Yeah, Davies, you know, for a third-year program, they're, they're doing their thing. Um, and, I, and I think they, they will get, pick up the victory here against Situate. You know, um, their quarterback actually did something very rare on uh, my Rhode Island ranked. He made uh, top three quarterbacks of the week, and then he also made top three uh, defensive players of the week in the same week. You know what I mean? He, he came out, he threw a couple of touchdown passes, and then he also came on and returned a 70-yard interception for a touchdown. Um, so that's how he got uh, rewarded on both sides of the ball. Uh, his name is Antonio Cabral, I believe. Yep. Yep. And, you know, he's off to a great start. I can see that continuing. Um, so I, I think the Patriots here will win that game. And if you make Rhode Island ranked, you know, we'll put all the names together at the end of the season and we'll, we'll figure something out to, uh, we'll, we'll actually pick a winner. We'll come on the show. We'll figure it out. We'll pick a winner in each category. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and we'll give them a pair of socks. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll figure something out to give them, you know, we'll, we'll give them subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. I'll give you a dollar back. <laughs> you know, um, does that sound good? Maybe we'll get them a subscription to uh, your son's newspaper. There you go. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. <laughs> Cranston East and Portsmouth. Cranston East and Portsmouth. Uh, Portsmouth coming off a tough loss against Central. There was a lot of controversy in that game, uh, the way that ended. Uh, yes, with, uh, yeah. The Hail Mary pass from Ben Hurd. Um, you know, a lot of people thought that was a catch in the end zone. 
Some people say it wasn't. I know I posted up on my Rhode Island ranked page, and people were going back and forth with that. Um, but at the, at the end of the day, Central got the win. Um, also, what a lot of people aren't talking about is the run. Actually, the first touchdown that Portsmouth scored uh, with Ben Hurd. Because when you see that replay, it looks like that's controversy. Yeah, he did not cross. I don't think. <laughs> no, <laughs> hey, talk to Coach Washington. Coach Washington said, "I never want to see that play again." <laughs> yeah, cause like when they, when they showed that again, it clearly looked like he did not cross into the end. Yeah, zone. you hear from what Coach Washington said. He was like, "Ah, ah," and another game that got ducked. <laughs> was Tolman in classical high school. Um, and the league went out of their way to actually put COVID, close contact situation postponed. But all these games get postponed, and they never they never end up happening. Yeah, like, again, that that's a shame. I, I don't... Well, let's run through the rest of these games real quick because I got to kind of run and get my wife. Um, Togate and Middletown. Tollgate and Middletown. Got to go with Middletown there. Tollgate, unfortunately, they've been struggling, and they've been struggling for a while now. Um, you know, until they prove otherwise, it's tough to pick them. So I'm going to go with uh, Middletown there, who actually had a nice win last week, I believe, against Central Falls. Um, but, they, yeah, 18-10 win over Central Falls last week. So, they, they, you know, I see them winning this week here, so that, that should put them on a – on a good little streak. Well, let's go over to Central Falls. Central Falls and Charahoe, man. Charahoe playing a good game against Westerly. You know, they destroy North Smithfield, Mount St. Charles, and then it's slowing down for Charahoe, it seems. Central <laughs> Falls, Charahoe, who you like? Where's that game playing at? That game is at Macumber Stadium. Macumber Stadium, yes. Home of the Warriors. That's <laughs> that, that, that's my uh, school. Warriors. Come out and play. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the Warriors on, on that one. You know, they okay. they played um, they played a tough game against Middletown, so they're, they're going to be looking to get into the win column here. And the upset of the week, Hope and Ponagansett. Hope and oh, Wow. <laughs> <laughs> now, Hope actually played a very tough game uh, last week. Uh, against Smithfield, actually, it was thirty to twenty-two, and I was surprised to see that score as close as it was. Uh, but Pontiacanset, I believe, is too strong uh, for Hope. You know, Hope coming off—I mean, Pontiacanset coming off a big, I think, fifty-three to nothing blowout win over uh, was it North Providence, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they oh. put fifty-three up, kept their yeah. starters in late in the game. Yeah, so and, I'd, I'd, I'd expect more of the same. Um, this week here. I mean, I know Pontiacanset got their, their focus set on the Situa game. I heard Jimmy McCook made shirts, you know. Uh, I don't know how true it is, but that's going to be an interesting game as well. So, Burrowville and Cranston West. Burrowville, Cranston West. I'm going to go Burrowville here. Cranston West um, is struggling. Burrowville coming off a loss, I believe, to NK. Um, so they're going to be chomping at the bit. Very well-coached team there. Uh, top quarterback in the league in uh, West Kenoya. Um, so I think they'll they'll find the uh, the W column this week. St. Ray's and West Warwick. That game, the time has changed. But it looks like that game is still going on. St. Ray's got ducked last week. Um, allegedly, they're playing, you know, West Pennington. I like the way he's playing. Football shout-out coach Michael Cook over there saying, 
He liked Pano this week. I am surprised, Coach Cook. <laughs> but uh, St. Ray's and West Warwick, who you like? Uh, Got to go with St. Ray's. I'm doing it again. I'm betting against West, and hopefully I'm wrong again. <laughs> we'll see. Last okay. week I went against West, and you know Mount Pleasant. He took down Mount Pleasant. He, he yeah, slayed, he slayed Goliath there because no one no one saw that coming. LaSalle playing another out-of-town game. LaSalle and Marshfield going to be at LaSalle Stadium. Yep, that should that should be a good game. Um, Marshfield, I believe, is ranked 10th in Massachusetts. Um, so I'm I'm gonna and that game is is in Marshfield, correct? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with LaSalle in this game. That's what I said, Coach Eddie. I want a shirt too. I said, do I get one? You know, I want an extra lodge. You know, you hear that, Coach Cook? We need shirts. We need some shirts. Um, And then Moses Brown and Lincoln, you know, that game will be at Moses Brown. Another game time change, but that's going to be at 3.30 p.m. I like Moses Brown there. You know, they pulled the upset win over Classical. You know, look them to take that momentum and, uh, and uh, take it to Lincoln. I mean, as far as I know, the Mount Pleasant Barrington game is not going on, but they they did put a time change for October first, um, just for shits and giggles. Who do you like, Mount Pleasant or Barrington? I'm gonna go with Barrington. You know, West West Warwick there, uh, DeAndre. Um, oh, what's his last name? The running back there, DeAndre Chase out of West Warwick. He he rushed for 200 yards against um, Mount Pleasant. And, you know, that doesn't bode well for them because Barrington runs that triple option. And, um, you know, so I think uh, Mount Pleasant might be exposed there. All right. Well, we handled it. Now I got to run and get my wife. Uncle Felix, thank you very much. I appreciate you coming on every week. Not, we'll definitely talk anytime. next week. Look out for Uncle Felix's Rhode Island ranks. See if you made his top three of the week over on Instagram. Until next week, thank you, Uncle Felix. Have a good yes, one. Yes, sir. Well, there we have it, Uncle Felix. Shout out, Mark Wright. Cobra Bank of Coastal Homes. Give Mark a call. You're looking to buy a house. Tell me, your boy, Mikey sent you, man. Um, Definitely shout out what Emerson Kill got going on over there, 401 Strength and Fitness. Don't forget, check it out tomorrow. Westerly Bulldogs, Mount Hope Huskies kickoff 7 p.m. Watch that game on fansonlysports.com. You can catch the highlights on NBC 10, man. And if you're looking to get recruited, give Ronnie Roberts a call and check out our Tuesday show, Voice Nation, where we go all over the United States, talking to youth and high school coaches all over the Jizzoint. But we out of here. Nervous with butterflies in your stomach. Don't try to intimidate me. You couldn't scare me with.